everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. All right. Last week, we talked about what is your kid currency, which was super fun. I loved it. And I was super <laughs> mad we didn't mention Rock'em Sock'em Robots and, and other all fun of the toys. toys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sad about that. After I reflected, I was like, we didn't talk about toys. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's not. Let's not like okay. get too sorry. distracted. <laughs> too late. What we, too, yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. And we're back. Hello. So what we're going to start talking about, which we thought we should bust into two episodes because we're going to get way too long, was yeah. like, what is your like adult currency? So we talked about all the, these things that are valuable yeah. when you're a kid. Make but, like, you feel rich they? as a kid. Yeah, make you feel rich. And so what is that stuff as an adult? Because I thought that was going to be a really interesting conversation. Yeah, um, I I love it. I love this. I love this. You know, as we start talking about this, I actually started wondering, hmm, I wonder if being emotionally rich, like what we treat as our adult currency, if as we discuss this, so this is me, this is a hypothesis Mm -hmm. I'm throwing out here before our conversation. Because okay. we don't know what we're going to talk about. My hypothesis is that it will be very um, clearly obvious which one is an extrovert and which one is an introvert. Might be totally wrong. They might not have a thing to do with the topic. But as I started reflecting on what I consider my riches mm-hmm. emotionally, yeah, they fell into a particular camp. So there you go. I'll just give so, you that little tidbit. So you, did, you already did some... <laughs> pre-work on (laughs) exploring this idea not jj pre-work like i wasn't on google and i didn't cheat by going you better not have gone into chat gptps okay did you make Um, a spreadsheet no no but basically (laughs) what i did is i wrote down uh four things that are so messy i can hardly read them on a sheet of paper that has so much other stuff written on it that i really have to work to see these four things that's what i did but to me that was quite a bit let's hear them (laughs) So okay. what what do you well, I'm going to tell you what down. Okay. One of the things that I hold dear and so like okay so first of all when we talk about this like what is emotional currency to me what mm-hmm. we're talking about is what are the emotional things that we hold dear what do we use the most of mm. um in interacting with others and mm-hmm. what do we value the most of for ourselves and <laughs> In all in all transparency, the first thing that I wrote down was persuasion. I love <laughs> persuasion. I love when people can persuade me and get me excited about something emotionally when I'm in my head about it or whatever. Like I hmm. love persuasion and I love to persuade other people about things that I just think would be super fun or I'm really excited about. That's a big thing for me, persuasion. Because there's a... <laughs> I know it's as weird. a professional, as a recovering salesperson. <laughs> oh, I never even persuasion. thought of persuasion. Yeah, 
I yeah, never even thought about that. Like the most obvious thought about thing. it. I never thought of it. Never ever even <laughs> thought of it. Oh my okay. gosh, that's funny. Of course, you like persuasion because you're yeah because you're a salesperson. Well, I'm telling you what, persuasion <laughs> is such a big deal for me. Like, hey, if I go to a restaurant, like I'm telling everybody I know, oh my gosh, you got to go to this restaurant. Mm. Like the latest movie I just saw, I found this super awesome pair of bright red Italian loafers. They're so sweet. That is the kind of stuff that I'd be like, you got to check these out. You got to <laughs> do it. Like, that like makes me feel <laughs> full. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just, it's just more selling. <laughs> see i told you yes. now you might already be confirming my hypothesis okay what's one that you yeah. have well okay so <laughs> this is it's so stereotypical um <laughs> what to me like out like uh like i guess like work output or providing things for others or doing things for others is oh, like yeah. my main emotional currency <laughs> right if i want to show someone that I yes. like, like love them or appreciate them or whatever. I yeah, do you, something you do for them. do something for them. Yeah, you yeah. totally do. You right. totally do. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. This episode's over. Easy enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have another one. Okay. Do you know what I absolutely hold so dear? I just what? love it. It makes me feel so good. Laughing. Mm. I love laughing that's why you liked our last episode so much about all of the stuff from our childhood because oh, it was a riot <laughs> it was a riot it was so much fun that was one of my very favorite ones that we've recorded in a long time because <laughs> it was just i could have gone on for two hours as you know but i love laughing i love the feeling of laughing mm -hmm. i love the physical feeling of laughing i love how laughing makes me feel bubbly inside i love watching other people laugh mm. i love making um i just love laughing with other people um in that space of kind of joy mm -hmm. uh not rigid but just for the for the fun of the ridiculousness of the moment that is right. i hold that so dear just being silly just being yeah. f free <laughs> being free it's like yeah it's like yeah. being free emotionally free there is a release and a freedom in laughing so that mm -hmm. is one of my big time emotional currencies so how do you do that with other people i mean you like i mean i know you right mm -hmm. like a lot yeah. of things what i see you do is like when someone's maybe like down or struggling like you uh -huh. bring that in to their life totally i always do that i always have i use humor as a way of diffusing a lot of tension and mm -hmm. it's you know um that's a it's a little bit of an art like you you have to do it in a certain way to make mm -hmm. it authentic and to make it be helpful. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes if you, <laughs> if sometimes, people are. In... So, sometimes you miss and then it becomes really <laughs> awkward. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You got to practice and you know, practice means failing. <laughs> Fail forward as they say. <laughs> yeah. I do that though. I like to, I like to, I like to make that. I like to help people with not taking everything so seriously because mm -hmm. in the moment when something's bothering us, um, it can be the most serious thing in the world. But two hours later or a week later or a year later, you look back and you can't even remember it because it just mm -hmm. wasn't a thing. 
So yeah. in the moment, laughter can kind of crack that egg a little bit, you know? Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that one's really good. I think that, that's such a great universal one. Yeah. Like for everyone. Because, yeah, even if you don't speak the same language. It's, yep. Like body language. A, yeah. Yeah. A smile so and a laugh ways. is like universe. It's like the universal language. Totally. Yeah. Yep. Totally. All right. So that was another one of mine. So do you have some or do you just not have any and you're winging it because we're <laughs> because I'm like so excited about this? <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of winging it, but it's it's uh it's not too hard. I mean to to think. <laughs> so one of my other uh like currencies is like creativity or ideas. Oh, right? Yeah. Like I mm-hmm. love sitting with someone in like the process of just like coming up with ideas like mm-hmm. good ones mm-hmm. bad ones silly ones oh, you love that like, oh you do you love that yeah so just being in that like co-creation with somebody yeah. around yep. like yeah little ideas um that's that's i think that's like one of the things that i can that i really bring into a relationship yeah. you do like um i was just you know what it just went to like this visual I don't even know how many years ago was it when I was officing out of Long Lake and you came there to our conference room and mm. you were, you and I were building the idea of our startup. We were just building the idea. Yep. And yep. Um, you had this way of doing it, which I had never seen before, but we've done it millions of times since. And I know you've done it for years and years, which is <laughs> using index cards. Oh, right. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. We were in this creaky old conference room with an uneven wooden floor and the building was super old, but it was actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And we had a white, did we have a whiteboard? I think we had a whiteboard, which is always another huge tool for JJ, the yep. whiteboard. Oh yeah, start making the bullet points. <laughs> and then the and then the um, index cards, just writing yeah. out every concept and idea and then being able to workflow it by using those cards. That was really fun. I remember that was like one of the first times you and I ever really did co-creating. Yeah, really like like popped. It's like the the universe yeah. sort of like gives you <laughs> yeah. this whole flow of of ideas. Yeah. It's super. You fun. definitely added that to me because I never would have known how to do that. And I've had so I've had so much fun over the years doing stuff like that with you. So yeah, that's definitely one that it's I one of my very you. favorite things to do. I I just even a couple of weeks ago I helped someone in my business group come up with ah. like a whole core value we did a whole core values mission thing and it was yeah it's the same formula i had more it's markers so though. <laughs> yeah, more markers i now yeah. travel with my own new <laughs> markers and replace them every year i ter- i travel with a zippy bag of markers <laughs> okay here's another one loyalty mm. that's a huge currency for me um mm-hmm. and as i start breaking loyalty down um it's not that I have to perform or other people have to perform to prove loyalty. You can just feel loyalty. Mm. You can mm-hmm. feel that peace, that emotional peace with people. Mm-hmm. And what I think is even more special is when you see, I mean, there's different kinds of loyalty. There's loyalty that you sense right away, mm. that this is someone's character, right? Mm-hmm. And you appreciate that if you if you too have that same kind of interest and focus Mm -hmm. um but 
it's also very different than when you look at your like your really long-term relationships that make it mm. you know there's a level of loyalty with long-term relationships that is the same i mean the same markers but totally mm -hmm. different feeling right and so i have always appreciated having loyalty towards people mm -hmm. and when and when people show me loyalty i just am so honored by that yeah it's interesting when you say that it's like um like loyal like had kind of like that loyalty with a f a friendship over like many years or decades yeah um, takes a lot of work yeah right it so does. it's not like to me that one's really amazing because it's not it's not a given it's not easy like there's not you know it's, no. it's pretty easy to have a friend for a few years and then sort of like drift apart yeah um but yep. it's hard to keep a relationship up that's close for you know like yeah. you have with some of your friends i know mm -hmm. decades yeah and there are times too when those friendships change so much that they're no longer things that you should keep in your life mm. and that's what I mean. So like that loyalty piece is like loyalty to self and loyalty to others. Like it's mm. it's both. It's like, you know what's best. You know what's mm -hmm. best for you. You know what's best for others that are close to you and being willing to be in the trenches and also being noticing when it's time to not be any longer. But I really think there's something to that is being able to also be loyal to yourself. Yeah. You know, I remember yeah. one time when I was little, um, and I may have used this example in one of our pods before, because now we've been doing this since God was a boy. But I remember when I was in junior high, I had uh, a new school. I moved to uh, Bemidji and mm. for seventh grade, only the only seventh grade. And Bemidji had a very different culture than anything I was used to. It was a lot rougher. Mm -hmm. um, the kids were a little rougher. And I was really, I was in culture shock. I just didn't know mm. how to fit in. And there are these two girls that, I wanted to be best friends with, you know, and at that mm -hmm. age, like having a friend is so important. Mm -hmm. And these girls and I started to walk to this mall and it was a long walk and mm. it was in a pretty busy highway area. Mm -hmm. And this van pulled over with these mm. guys in it. And they said, Hey guys, where are you going? Right? We're three mm -hmm. seventh grade girls. Yeah. Um, and they're like, Oh, we're going to the mall. And they said, well, hop in, we'll give you a ride. And they Whoa, opened that's the back scary. of their van. They opened the back of their van and both those girls jumped in and they sat and waited what? for me. They both jumped into that van. And I, um, in that exact moment, I had a huge fight with myself because I wanted to be show loyalty and connection mm -hmm. to these girls, but I was more loyal to my own, to me. Mm -hmm. And I, I just said, sorry, guys, I can't do that. Mm. And I kept walking by myself. And they both wow. jumped out of the van and came back with me. Well, you might have like right. saved so, them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's crazy. That's you've never told me that story. That's a crazy story. I haven't? Oh, no. Yeah. And I so like that's a moment of loyalty to self because there's this yeah. difference between like I really it's so important to me to have friends as a seventh grade kid in a new mm -hmm. school like I'll do anything. I'll do anything, but not really, right? Yeah. Not really. Wow. So that's yeah. So I think it goes. I think it goes pretty deep, and I think there's a lot of times as um, kids and adults when we're at this at this juxtapose of loyalty. Mm -hmm. But wow. I just think that that's a really big one. 
That's a heck of a story. How do you follow that story? Jeez. <laughs> do you want to go back so, to the laughing one? <laughs> yeah, right? Well, what I think is in- interesting, like, so when we were talking about the kids stuff, yeah, the subtext of all of the kids stuff was around, yeah. like, kind of having things, having sort of mm. like a, a, I'd say like a, you we could call it just straight up shelter, right? We talked about like having forts and mm-hmm. things and this is just making yeah. like physical safety right yeah um we yeah. talked about being um having friends and being invited to birthday parties which would be like social safety right right, right. um we talked about food which is again a, another kind of physical yeah, safety right. thing so yeah. pickles <laughs> pickles um <laughs> so but we talked about those things in the kind of like in the but but the examples were like the the things as kids that we found valuable. Yeah. You started yeah. this adult conversation right yeah. in at the emotional stuff very easily. Yeah. Oh. Right? So yeah. you didn't start, when huh. we were talking about the kids stuff, you didn't start with like, well, I felt that it was important to have, be socially connected. We didn't talk oh, right. like that when we no. were kids. We talked about uh-uh. being invited yeah. to birthday parties. Yeah, um, exactly. But it's, yeah, I, that's true. It's fascinating that you're a you just jumped right in as an adult. When you had your adult mm. context in, it was right into what's uh, like yeah. the feeling stuff were much more accessible for you. Oh, that's so interesting. Ooh, that is very interesting. And I also wonder, like, for all of us, does the kid emotional currency weigh in on what our emotional currency is as an adult? Yeah, like how like, much did it shape what we do today? Right, exactly. Because yeah. I was raised in northern Minnesota in a neighborhood full of boys mm-hmm. for a long time. And you were raised in Bloomington in a neighborhood. Um, yeah. And how has that shaped your your interest in relationships and what kind and mm-hmm. how how you participate in them, the longevity of your relationships? Because you... Um, you lived in a. You lived in your same home, didn't you? Your whole. Yep. Your whole. My upbringing. whole growing up. Yep. Yeah, and I moved twenty six times before I graduated mm. from high school. Hmm. In, That's in a lot. eight or nine or ten different cities. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but isn't it interesting though that you and I share a lot of the same values when it comes to relationships mm-hmm. and people and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Not everything like persuasion. You don't think of yourself as per, <laughs> you know interested in persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> so i i would say like a thing that from when i was like you know i was saying that i was like a pretty quiet I was a very quiet kid yeah um and yeah the the thing that 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 kind of like i know caused in me or maybe mm-hmm. like i developed yeah is like uh it caused me to be very observant because i really like observed yeah. more than i participated Mm-hmm. So kind of being able to like sit back, observe a whole bunch of things that are going on and then sort of distill all of that and mm. and present it back mm. is like is a thing that I That's find that I do. Yeah. You know what's weird? Um, what's weird is I did the same thing. Hmm. But I did not attach it to being quiet. Mm. I was so observational with everyone because I was always the new kid. 
Mm-hmm. And I was really so you're wanting trying to, to not do You're it. trying to figure it out. Like yeah, the, how all the puzzle in pieces. So that I didn't stand yep. out. Yeah. Yeah. But both then develop both of us cultivated this interesting observational energy. And we yeah, both from, use it very much. From different sort from from different ways, right? I was kind of not yeah. trying to fit in, but just Yeah. Passively observing. <laughs> passively observe. That's a good phrase. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's super interesting. All right, I have another one. Okay. Being connected to my people. Mm. You are a people person. I am. And and uh, although I'm a people person, my circle of deep connections is quite small. Mm-hmm. So I'm not interested in being connected to all people for the sake of being connected. Mm. Like it matters to me to be very intentional with certain relationships mm-hmm. and foster those and take care of those. And um, I don't feel good when I can tell one of them is off. Mm. You know, it bothers me if I know someone is hurting or, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so being connected to my people is incredibly valuable to me. Mm. And if yep. somebody disconnects from me because they're having challenges or there's a disagreement or something, it really bothers me. Mm. It really bothers me. So like that's that's something that I hold very dear is mm-hmm. that connection with my close inner circle. Yeah, which you've had for a long time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Kind of goes so. kind of goes back to your like previous. Your previous one, like you, I, yeah. all yours, are kind of like a, a little bit wrapped around the same thing, right? It's yeah. It's really being really connected with people. Yeah, and I think that's why I love my. That's why I love coaching, and that's why I yeah. love being in this development space because you see authenticity all day long. You see realness. You see mm-hmm. people being vulnerable and showing their emotions and being willing to connect to do that and Mm -hmm. what an honor that is for me because i value it so much Mm -hmm. yeah one of your i I feel like one of your currencies is like supporting other people like helping other people become the best Mm -hmm. versions of themselves yeah well that's nice to say i never (laughs) noticed that but yeah that's exactly it (laughs) do you have any other big insights for me i feel like i'm really learning i feel like we've really switched um switched roles (laughs) I feel like I'm having a coaching session today. Oh, no. Oh, it's awesome. I'm, I love it. I'm but not I'm the not the one coaching. Yeah, you are. You're doing a great job. Oh, you always are. You have great insight. You've always been like that. The thing about you is you do have that observational piece, and you will be quiet. But when something needs to be said and it matters, you'll say it. And you just go right in. Yep. You don't wrap much cotton around the rock when you throw it. <laughs> you just go right in and say, this is this is what I'm seeing. Why are you doing this? And it's so accurate every single time. Mm. So, yeah, <laughs> the delivery, I don't even think we're talking about the delivery in terms of currency. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. All right. Here's another one that, like, I, I felt about myself um, mm. is, ge- like, general, kind of, like, more... Uh, calm and steadiness right i think i bring oh. a calm like when all chaos is happening around me at yeah. home or work it's like yeah um i don't know i just my i bring the calming energy 
to just get everything totally to simmer down for a while. Yeah. So that is a personality marker of a high patience person. P.S. Mm. Just saying. Side note. I love so, that. Yeah, I think you and know. you value that. You value calm. Yeah. Yeah, I value calm and and you know, in some ways I that I try to I like this I like when there's a situation that calls for calmness. <laughs> so cape. funny. It calls for your a situation that yeah. calls for your cape. <laughs> yeah, Get exactly. my cape. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Does it have a high collar? Is it like lined yeah, in yeah. velvet? <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. I should get a calmness cape. That's maybe like, maybe we're just going to start like a new mental health trend. Calm. Like, yeah. Actually, I think they're already using an app You're like a little calm. spooled up. You're, you're really spooled up. So you like put your calmness cape on and it hugs you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to do with that. I'd feel so oppressed. <laughs> calm down you know it's just like any any most women will tell you if they're really spooled up the last thing to do oh, is yeah. to tell them to calm never, down yeah never say but you to could someone just, else you calm could, down <laughs> but you definitely could put the cape on and just casually walk through the scene <laughs> stay on there with the cape on oh <laughs> uh, well, well this is great like i you know there's so many everyone's got their own special things about them and what yeah. they bring to these to to, to relationships with others and, and how they yeah. interact with everybody and this is a great thing to think about and i like well, i like being intentional about thinking about it because then you can yeah. like you well you've always said like um an overused strength can also become a liability yeah. right so just being aware of mm -hmm. like which things you're really good at and what do you really bring to your relationships yeah um and then just don't over lean on those sometimes, right? Like, right. For right. example, right. if uh, if Amber's upset at me for some reason, and I go like a crazy person and clean the house, oh, uh, right. You're in that's trouble. like, yeah, that's like my like. No, I'm showing you how much I love you, right? And to <laughs> yeah, her, it's like the opposite. Right? We that at our house too. <laughs> totally. So. Totally. Yep. Well, and I have two things to add to that because I'm in alignment 100%. And I was going to say two other focuses that you could kind of be thinking about in the same topic um, is to do in your own inventory, which we're always a fan of. But I would ask you, I would ask you to ask yourself, do you know what your closest people around you, what their emotional currency is? Mm. Like, mm -hmm. do you know what theirs is? And the other thing, it's just a sidebar kind of interesting. I wonder if we sort of collect around people that have similar ones. That's that's an interesting question. The the thing yeah. is, you said about like knowing other people's em emotional cur currency makes me think of the five love languages thing. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, like that's like a that. uh, mm -hmm. they, they, those yeah. kind of like dovetail together in, yeah, in a I way, so I'm too. sure. But this is like a little bit broader because five five love languages is only five things. So <laughs> yeah, well, and that, that's only like how you express to your other mm -hmm. to your partner. But this is really and understanding your own, of course. But yeah, I do think it is really interesting to to think about it from that perspective of what do you use, what do you lean on, mm -hmm. your own intentionality, and are the people around you sort of in the same vein of that, or are they completely yeah. opposite because you need that as a as a counterbalance? Right, it's you just might an be interesting thing. To you think might about. be like gravitating towards something that isn't as natural for you. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Anyway, such a good conversation. Awesome. Did you enjoy this episode? 
please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.